0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. We are continuing our month month of spooky films with today. We're talking about The Mist, the 2007 film from Frank Darabont. And uh, I'll say now strap in because this one, what a film. What a film, Stephen. My uh, exterminating co-host, my bug exterminating co-host here.
1: Stephen Reyes.
0: Oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. And, uh, you know, let's just get to talking about it. You're listening to more
1: movies, please. (laughs) Pow and how levels levels looking good. Yes, levels, levels looking good. I am not seeing you pop up on my recording. Excellent. So that is excellent. And we will definitely warn people of spoilers, because if you haven't seen this movie, we're about to get up all in there. So if you don't want to know what happens, pause it, watch it, come back.
0: Yes. Watch it. Come back. Always come back because we're always here for you. you Yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely big time spoilers on this one, because this is a movie that uh, I think historically famously has just one of the. Most heart wrenching, greatest, like troubling, terrifying endings I've
1: ever seen in my life. Yes, just the entire film is just traumatizing, mm-hmm. in a, in a good way for most of the time. Traumatizing in a good way. That's
0: uh, that's an interesting turn of phrase there. I, I agree with you completely. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're going for like traumatizing
1: in a film, then you want to just be knocked on your ass, right? Well, yeah. And it's just like we'll we'll, we'll kind of dive into the film, and that'll explain why I think some of the. Trauma that we experience is great, especially for the message I took from it from this 2007 film. Mm -hmm. But it's lovely. Like the film starts off nice and simple. We have somebody painting beautiful reference to uh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the dark tower Thank another you. stephen
0: king uh, well series in this case yeah that was i i really appreciated mm-hmm. that reference it was okay a little on the nose but who cares well it still question is when did nicely. the
1: tv series come out because maybe that was just perfect timing tv series is there a dark tower tv series i know or, there was a movie or when, with did the, when did the movie come out oh uh
0: let's see the dark i want to say it was sometime in 2017
1: okay so then they were just having fun with it if it had been out at the same time then i'd be like
0: there you go yeah yeah Yeah, what a great bit of like uh tie-in
1: from different movies that would have been though mm -hmm. yeah well this one it's simple you have a storm everybody takes shelter and Mm -hmm. then a little bit of an aftermath to clean up which was fine
0: a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit, uh, you know, occasionally you get a really
1: bad storm and a tree falls through your house and you gotta deal with that. And then a tree falls on your boat house, and then you actually find a little common ground with your neighbor who seems to be a bit of a hothead. A little bit of a hothead, um, mm-hmm. playing very against type from many
0: or what very one particular yes. <laughs> character this actor also plays is Andre mm-hmm. Brower, by the way, who many people will probably know him from Brooklyn Nine-Nine as Captain Holt. Captain but Holt. Nons, in, in this film, as this character, I think still a, a pretty, I, you know, despite everything that happened, a relatively calm person. Um,
1: Yeah, he's level headed,
0: just- I would say, and. I could see how there would be some contention between his neighbor because he also seemed really stubborn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. A
1: similar character. Similar, but I, I liked how like they found common ground. And after the storm, they were, as the kids said, are you in so-and-so friends now? I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, but it's a start. Like, I, I liked it. It was like they were making progress. Yeah.
0: You know what? I, to, to quote some cliche thing, a journey of a thousand steps,
1: Steven. Mm-hmm. It starts with a single one. So... Yeah. And this you, the you film does start amazing way of starting those steps, because literally we have a, an issue. Everybody goes to the store and then we understand why they're going to the store. And then we're almost in the store for what? Almost 90 percent of the movie. Oh, yeah. I think that's probably a, a good estimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a very smooth way of getting us to the main location that they wanted everything to happen, which I'm sure for s- set dressing was a l- lovely experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every once in a while, I would kind of check out
0: what's going on in the background. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, one that stuck out to me was I guess they were in like the cereal aisle. and I mm-hmm. saw boxes and boxes of cereal that looked exactly like uh, Cheerios boxes. But um, all of the boxes said something
1: closer to like circle O's. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. but well, I just meant like for the fact that every day the lighting, everything... It Not must sure. have been a lot more easier for the crew for setting this up because like, yeah, you have to change oh, the lighting mean, yeah. a lot for any scene. But the fact that they have one location, it's oh, yeah. a lot easier to move stuff around. Like, I'm sure it was a smoother set because mm-hmm. they were pretty much in one location.
0: Probably. Yeah. And I'm sure you've got some some hefty rafters up there so you can mm-hmm. hang lights. What I appreciated lighting wise is that they worked into the story and I don't know if this was like it was in the original book, um, but I guess it doesn't really matter in this story, in this movie, they had a generator that started going on the fritz and it was being blocked. You know, some exhaust vents were being blocked, so it was just backing up into the back of the store. Mm -hmm. So they were like, you know, what? can't fix this, can't go outside. So let's shut off the generator, which shuts off all of the lights. And I thought, that's fantastic. You have no lights inside, so that way you could do whatever lighting you want and have it make total sense.
1: Yeah, that was a beautiful thing. And quite frankly, probably helped just to move the story along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really, I think helped increase the tension
0: of those nighttime moments. Mm -hmm. And it, it was a good idea. It was a really good,
1: well thought out production idea. It was a good idea that they had a lot of good things like when... They were all just in line, did their grocery shopping, getting ready Mm -hmm. to go home, deal with the aftermath of a storm, potential maybe little extra showers to deal with. And then you see all the military cars. Everybody's like, oh, something must be going on. Like not, not really triggering panic, just more of that's a little more active than usual. Like when they were driving to the store and then like when they see the cars, like some sirens go past the grocery store, everybody stops. Mm -hmm. And what about like maybe 15 seconds later? what sounds like a tornado siren goes off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if this, this city, I
0: don't know, they probably said the city, I didn't write it down, Um, is kind of nearby like a a military base because they didn't seem all that weirded out by a bunch of convoys. Oh no. So maybe it was sort of like, "Eh, this kind of thing happens occasionally, maybe not to this extent, but it's not out of the ordinary.
1: Well, yeah, they mentioned like up up by the lake, they were working on the Arrowhead project. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but the siren nobody's antenna
0: are up at this point that siren that put everybody's antenna up (laughs) oh sure yeah
1: you know you hear that that wailing like tornado siren sound tornado tsunami that pretty much it it depends what state you're in or just Hmm. island but the minute you hear that Something big is coming. <laughs> Some
0: so shit is going down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. That's such a such a noise that pre, that uh, uh, inspires such a visceral reaction every time you hear it. You know, I've never living here in Southern California. I've never actually heard that noise in person because you know we don't get tornadoes or hurricanes. Really, we get earthquakes, but you can't really predict those far out enough to sound a siren. Mm-hmm. So, but still, I hear that, and I'm I, I find myself kind of clenching up and I'm like oh no stuff is wrong
1: I I think that sound as far as I'm aware I haven't heard used in any other scenario movie wise or otherwise besides mm. danger <laughs> like <laughs> nobody's ever like imprinted that sound with another reference that I'm aware of which is
0: probably good when you mm-hmm. hear that sound you want people to react to it in a very specific way which is yes. you know to find shelter and safety Mm -hmm. And if it was muddied up with some other, I don't know. If that's just like a sound they put in uh, the number one pop song of the day or something, then it's it might get confusing. So yeah, it's got to be very specific,
1: and it works very well. It works very well. That and what also added to the scene was having the one older gentleman running down the street, heading towards the store with a little blood on his face, like not covered, just like just something happened, something that you're not used to seeing. And I think one of the things that really sold the stress for me with this film is it's based in a small town. And for the most part, most of the people are townies. So when they see so-and-so freaked out, they know each other. So if he's freaked out, they actually are like mostly believing him at this point. Like, oh, something's wrong. There's danger. Like, there's no convincing because there's already an established trust amongst them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would we question
1: Ben? Like, if you had that happen... in your area and you saw a random person just running would you be like oh there's danger or you might be a little crazy uh, yeah i
0: don't I, you know i i'm not certainly not living in a city like the one you used to live in i'm not living in la so it's mm-hmm. not that huge but it's still big enough that i would think uh maybe i'll cross the street and yep. avoid this person and just keep
1: going on my merry way to where they were running from yeah it's one of those you might not take it as a uh, danger
0: no yeah to, because to your point like i've never seen this person before they've never seen me before Yeah, you know my circle of connections around my city is extremely small um but yeah if you're living in a small uh like main i guess almost like seaside village mm-hmm. sort of thing then yeah you're probably gonna know i don't know a good portion of the like couple thousand people who live in that city
1: yeah at least know enough like everybody knew our favorite character Mrs. Mrs. <laughs>
0: Carmody. Carmody. you know uh, i bet
1: i i bet also i, I want
0: to get to mrs carmody oh, but to the will. point we were just talking about i bet a lot of that familiarity kind of centers around the supermarket that they all went to because mm-hmm. if i mean that's where that's where um getting the characters' names already. That's where David ended up going to. Oh, something was wrong. Let's go to the supermarket. You know, yeah. let's get supplies. And that's where everybody else went to. So I'm sure everybody there knows everybody already because that's the their supermarket. Um, there might be another portion of the city or little town that has another supermarket. Maybe they don't know those people too well. Mm-hmm. But in this case, everybody here knows everybody. And you oh, saw yeah. that one. David came in and was like chummy with the, the bagging people and the
1: assistant manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I've been to Northern California, like Arrowhead, Big Bear, and then like Catalina Island and Avalon. Mm-hmm. It's every time I went to a supermarket to stock up in supplies, it was pretty much go to, I'll meet, you can go to the, the market. Not, oh, yeah. to, they don't give a name. It's like the supermarket. No, it's the one place. Yeah. It's just like, or if there is another one, it's like, this is the one everybody goes to. like, I don't even have to give a reference like yeah, i remember the capital m market reading a newspaper from like a sh- shipment i got and they like used local paper and it said hey help wanted at the Seven Eleven. 11 no, <laughs> no cross street just the Seven Eleven. 11 the one everybody knows mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah then we then we get introduced to
0: everybody there um we get a, a amanda down we got, we got a lot of people who we will end up seeing, um, in The Walking Dead in a little while. Yes. Which makes sense considering that Frank Darabont directed this movie mm-hmm. and he did like the entire first season of The Walking Dead.
1: A good season.
0: Yeah. 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 We get Lori Holden. We get, um, uh, 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 uh oh, dang. The, the, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm forgetting everybody's names. We're getting, um, I don't know. We got a lot of Walking Dead people here.
1: We, we do. Oh At yeah. At least three people. The older gentleman. Yeah, he Older was gentleman Yeah, there there were was a lot of people. No Melissa McBride found it. All right, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, she has tr- tragedy in both. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although she ends up okay in this movie, we see at the end.
1: Oh yes. Sorry, I was yeah. thinking of the other character. Oh, no. Oh, so certainly not. Uh huh mm-hmm. Uh uh-uh. No. Yeah. And then no, we got uh surprisingly she ends up okay because like Kids are survive- fine. She goes out in the mist. So, yeah, I don't know how she
0: made it out there and like got to her car, was totally fine. Like, she is a survivor. More people should have gone with her because whatever she did was great.
1: So, I think like the mist had literally just landed or had come oh, okay. through, come in. And there were so many people probably like frantically moving around. And she was just going calmly and slowly to her kids. Like, she mm-hmm. walked out very gradually and calmly. So I'm sure like all the other commotion everybody else that was out there was making probably drew whatever creatures were around towards them instead of her. Yeah.
0: And all of these creatures probably hadn't
1: proliferated as widely as they did later on in the film. Oh, yeah. They had that point spread out like they were still just kind of slipping through the cracks. Yeah. So this brings me to a question for you and probably I'll answer it myself as well. A big mist, thickest thing you've ever seen comes through. Somebody comes in screaming there's something in the mist. Would you lock yourself in the store or try to get to your car so you can not be trapped?
0: You know, okay. If I saw this,
1: and assuming it's just you, like you don't have anybody at home, let's
0: simplify it. Okay, so I, you know, I I don't have a kid with me, who and my wife is left at home, or anything. Well, if you have a kid
1: with you, you can have a kid with you, but I'm like. There's nobody immediately in that town that needs your help. Right. Maybe if there's somebody with you, that's you can, but like, what would you do? Okay. Um, you know, if I'm in the small town, I know this
0: person who's kind of bloodied up, mm-hmm. got some blood coming down on his face and he runs up and he says, there's something in the mist. Don't go outside. Uh, and I'm in the supermarket there. I, feel like I might kind of stay in the supermarket because more than many places, except for that giant wall of windows up front, mm-hmm. which is bad for this situation, but kind of understandable for a, super, for a market. Yeah. I think that's uh, a very common thing. Um, except for that, kind of seems like it might be the, the best place to be at. You never know how long it's going to happen or what weird thing is happening but at least you've got food and water. So it kind of would make sense to me to stay there. Um, I think in the chaos and the confusion of the moment, I would probably stick at the market rather than thinking, I don't know what's going on. So let me go out into this weird thing mm-hmm. and get to my car or whatever. Yeah. I feel like I got to, you know, have a better understanding of what of what I'm up against before I try to
1: venture out into it. Smart. Especially if you don't know if what kind of gas it is. like, what if it, was something that just melt pe- made people like suffocate or melt, which hey, yeah. when some people leave, you don't see them melt immediately. So that's an indication that you might be able to walk in it. But yeah. ooh, hearing some of the screams. Uh yeah. Blood
0: curdling, like people are dying, dying. Mm-hmm. Like real dying screams. Yeah. That would be enough to make me think, huh, you know what? Maybe for uh, for right now I'll stay put, you know? Yeah. Until we kind of until we can
1: see about figuring out what this is a little bit better. Yeah. See if you can get some information, reach out for help. Just kind of hold out. See if help comes
0: that's true. That's true. I You know, I, this is a big old thing and it's, it's covered the entire city. So that's, I, I'm really very insignificant, insignificant compared to this giant happening. And it would make more sense to me to have like an organization like the military mm-hmm. kind of see about taking care of it. Me, just this one tiny small person against who knows what, that's not, I don't know. The odds aren't in my favor in that case, I don't think.
1: May the odds ever be in your favor. i you know that's what i want but i don't think i would get it in this case no uh, no not on this one so yeah that that makes sense so we have the mist we have some mystery we have people freaking out which hey understandably so Mm -hmm. they go to the generator i this is a moment that i thought the townies being a townie wasn't a dumb thing they're like so stuck in their ways, which I get like, oh. it's a nice little community, relax, nothing crazy happens. And when David's like, don't, there was something pushing up against the door. Hey, you know what? I I get, I would have a hard time believing him. I would be like, you know what? Let's go check it out.
0: Yeah. yeah I yeah, see it you with I, your own eyes. That's I don't, fine. I'm
1: not calling you a liar, but I'm thinking we're all stressed. Maybe your mind's playing tricks on you and nothing to be ashamed about. If it was cool, if it isn't, we're going to double check. But the fact that they Are willing to send somebody out? I'm like, no, like, even if you don't believe him, maybe do a test run before you let somebody run outside to unblock something that's not necessary. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: well, at this point, I mean, we saw somebody run in who was blood eating. You saw you heard screaming. You heard, you know, something is wrong outside. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if (laughs) there should be more of a comparison in this sense between townies and um, maybe... Uh, I don't want to say dumb townies, but maybe just uh, townies who aren't really thinking ahead or or thinking outside the box. Open mindedness versus closed minds. That would be a good way to put it.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just annoyed that they let the kid teenage kid bag boy, but still a kid go out he was definitely the youngest of the group yes and you know i i
0: can understand him having a lot of like enthusiasm being mm-hmm. like you know i i'm i'm here man i want to help i want to save the day but to, for all of these other adults who should have known better
1: to say yeah we're cool with that yeah david made a point like after the kid gets oof just like pulled apart a little bit
0: i mean and it was then- probably one of for me, one of the two like most gruesome deaths of the entire film, because a lot of the deaths kind of happen in the mist off screen.
1: Yeah. And like, whether you got torn and a half, it was off screen that it was definitely a gruesome one because I'm guessing it was some kind of sucker that just like was ripping chunks off of him. Like a sucker with teeth or something. Yeah. And it was just like, and then he gets dragged away knowing he's done. Like It wasn't like, oh, he died and then it pulls the rest of his body away. It, he yeah. was still alive for whatever was going to be next, which... Oof, but I love David's point to them. They're like, he wanted to go. And he's like, yes, he was a dumb kid. He was hmm. young enough to be dumb. Like, it wasn't his fault. Like, we should yeah. be helping him. Like, it was just. We ev- should have
0: known better. Yeah, we should was, have stepped up and been the adult.
1: Yeah, I was like, he's a kid. They're allowed to be dumb. <laughs> it was pretty much what he was saying, like, it's not yeah. his fault. So I was extremely annoyed with that. Like, heck, why not? If you really think there's nothing out there. Send two people. Go with the kid. Sure. Yeah. Backup. Yeah. Yeah. Do
0: what they ended up doing later on when they go to the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. They've got you know a group of people to
1: figure it out. So I love that the older school teacher calls on someone. Someone's like, "Hey, so, so you guys were underachiever in my class. You're up and like vol- volunteered somebody." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that woman was amazing. That and she woman, went with Francis them. Sternhagen. She went with them to the pharmacy and fucking made yeah. a aerosol blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> she was badass man you yeah. know irene that character
0: yeah. so so badass but i <laughs> i want to be that when i'm old <laughs> oh a hundred percent yeah mm-hmm. absolutely this is not something i would expect from this woman who was a uh, uh i i watched most recently because i watched all of cheers she was in cheers she played cliff clavin's mom yeah um and she is apparently somebody that looks the way she does for her has looked that way for her entire life um but yeah. No, she went out there and was like I. I'm putting my, you know, my my butt where my mouth where my words are. You know, mm-hmm. I I'm putting myself on the line too. I'm gonna stick up and I'm gonna make this happen, even if it is the end of me. At least I'm not cowering behind
1: you know my words or anything. Yeah, and I like because it wasn't. She wanted to go out fighting, but it wasn't. Let's go running. It was when there was something that was actually a reason to risk yourself going out there. That's mm-hmm. when they went somebody was hurt they needed medicine they were going to die of their burns which that was a claffuckle of moments but yeah
0: when when the first night comes and uh-huh. you know you see these giant giant well i mean like giant for mosquitoes let's say relatively
1: they were kind of like big fucking locusts
0: yeah 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 oh yeah locusts mm-hmm. is a good word and that's that's a reference that mrs carmody made which know? i i'll give her that one <laughs> it seemed pretty biblical at that point like yeah, definitely I, I give her that moment <laughs> but these bug things were apparently just food for other larger like winged creatures but these small bugs also had some danger that to them to themselves too, they were like so. a scorpion locust that kind of had human faces a little bit yeah that was a very creepy part, yeah. part of some of these creatures uh-huh. it's like oh i can almost see like a human skull shape
1: yeah it was like other dimension evolution kind of thing yeah gone I, f- wrong. I feel like
0: the spider creatures we see later on kind of had a similar uh aspect to them too yeah it and was it was creepy probably what made those creatures so terrifying and effective in this film too is because they were like
1: vaguely recognizable and acid webs like what is this alien oh that too jesus yeah that was that was crazy but you know what i i for a spider fucking a awesome like i never would want our spiders to have that because how many times do we walk into webs Uh just randomly (laughs) but hey if that's going to be an asset to a spider, that would be cool. Oh,
0: great for a spider. It would make me really hate spiders, though. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that because spiders are our friends. Yeah, you know? like, do I want them in my house? No, but... <laughs> I don't even really hate having them in my house. I don't really want to know that they're in my house. Like, mm-hmm. keep to yourself. Stay in your room, spider. Do what you do. You know, capture all these mosquitoes and flies for me. Yeah. But just don't let me see
1: you. we will be cool. Yeah, it would be cool that... I want to slip back to the generator scene a little bit. Okay. After the aftermath, they have what I love that David cut off a piece because like there was no reason to chop it because it was pulling itself out because the door was pissing it off.
0: Well, you know, you see this kid get dragged out. Mm
1: -hmm. I think I would feel a little pissed off too. Yeah. So I am thinking he he wanted to screw you or also I need proof to convince Uh everybody else, Uh which both reasons are impressive because he just jumped into action and. Hey, do I blame the rest of them for freezing? No, do I wish they had reacted a little sooner? Yeah, just yeah, but point being yeah. is when they come out to try to convince the rest of the store they they weren't having it for a while, which is what bugs me. It's like I can get people not wanting to believe it, people not believing it because it sounds too far fetched yeah, what I don't get, and this is kind of like back to pandemic stuff as well, where people just weren't listening. <laughs> Is if they say we have proof, oh. all you have to do is come see why wouldn't somebody just do that? Like, how is that going to make you look dumb? Other than if you're playing a joke on me, I'm going to punch you in the face. Just, yeah, just say it. And that way, if they don't, if you call their bluff and they go, never mind, which who the hell would be playing a practical joke in this situation? But I just don't get why somebody wouldn't go to either prove these people wrong if they think it's a joke or see what they're talking about if they say they have proof
0: yeah I, I completely agree i was a little disappointed to see that only like two people went to the back to check this out mm-hmm. most everybody stayed back out in the store in the supermarket
1: well, i'm sure but half of them were like i don't want to be told this is true
0: <laughs> well you know what if that i i agree with you i'm sure that was the motivation uh, <laughs> but like if that was your feeling Then why are you staying in the store at all costs? If you, if you don't think anything is actually the matter out there, or I don't know, maybe the case is they don't want, like you said, they don't want to, they want to be
1: ignorantly blissful.
0: Yeah. Um, but in the back of their heads, there's still something saying, no, this is a real problem. But I think there are a few of them who, like the, the manager guy who went back there seemed pretty adamant that everything was fine. Until he went and actually saw it. Then he was like, oh, no, things are
1: wrong. That actually brings up another point. The manager, hey, he saw them drinking. Easy assumption. I don't blame him for his thoughts. And I love the fact that with all this going on, the manager was giving them a hard time for like, hey, help the customers. Don't drink on the job. But never did he say, make sure to run a tally on what people are eating and drinking. It was just like, we have a disaster. We'll worry about the cost later. Yeah, as the movie goes on, I think he kind of stepped up. Cause I've seen that in some movies where you have like that pocket protector guy going like, wait, we got to keep track of that. Like rather than focusing on the bigger picture, like I love that there was no discussion about what you can and can't have in the store.
0: I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And as as it went on, as the movie went on, there was before everything kind of went off the rails in the third act. With a lot of these people um, there, there was some camaraderie and some like getting everybody's backs and just like, we're all experiencing this insane thing. Let's be kind to each other. And, and, you know, Hey, our lives are more important than a box of circle Yeah. 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 And, and then things get
1: crazy and it's just Lord of the flies. But before <laughs> then, <laughs> which, yeah. It's this one of the things is what makes me sad is because like, that's why I think this film was great, because it really shows how society can fall apart if you take away just a couple of creature features or comforts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, wow, oh, it doesn't take much for everything to crumble. And well, it didn't help that we had Mrs. Carmody
0: sowing doubt and fear. Oh, yeah, everybody We're, we're going to tear into her.
1: Yeah. But it also upsets me, too, because I understand it because I can see. How individually and then a group can turn into that. And it just just sucks.
0: I think it's really difficult to maintain that sort of community and um, like brotherhood, I guess you could say, when it gets to a point where your own life is on the line. Because I think in the end, most of us are more most interested in self-preservation. But yeah, the way that everything just fell apart. Mm-mm. Pretty quickly, too. Uh, I wasn't paying enough attention to figure out how many days passed, but it was maybe like two and a half days. If that.
1: Oh, I oh, I'm I think it was two nights. Two certainly. nights. Yeah. For everything that fell apart. But for the first night, it had just been like not even a full 24 hours. No. Although,
0: you know, the, their protective flimsy plate glass front had just gotten destroyed. Mm. So I think that's going to put everybody that's going to really freak everybody out and put people on edge when somebody's getting burned to death. Somebody's getting stung and having their face just expand.
1: And then uh, one of those creatures like ripped out the back of somebody's neck. This was like very Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, it was very gross and traumatic. So I can understand why people would be just starting to break down so fast when they've got real proof of uh, a lot of these creatures and what they can do to us and how you know uh, Mm -hmm. humans aren't really on the top of the food chain anymore or at least in in a way that we've never experienced before
1: yeah it's just completely a breakdown of confidence, which, hey, I don't blame them at all. That I don't blame them. And it makes what the
0: the people, that group who end up going to the pharmacy, mm-hmm. how they respond to it and act just all the more impressive and admirable because they saw all this stuff like everybody else. But they are like, they're still stepping up and saying, no, you know what? We need to do this. We need to protect ourselves and, and help each other. So I'm going to try to find whatever last dregs of courage and confidence I have in myself and go for it. And everybody else is just kind of, you know, understandably
1: cowering in the back yeah and that makes sense and as for how everybody kind of started joining Carmody congregation oof let's dive into this bitch because I'm just going to call her that because I if she had the actress phenomenal job sure Marcia Gay Harden is always amazing Mm -hmm, like superb like yes but the character whether she was not right in the head or just literally went too far with her thing because it was just like I love like the motorcycle guy who's like, you know what, that shotgun of yours can be useful. I'll go outside. Like when Captain Holt, I'm just gonna call him, decides to leave, uh-huh. and he's like, you know what, I'll tie the rope. I can go to that truck and get it. And he's like, you know what, lady, I believe in God too, but I don't think he's the vindic- this vindictive asshole that you make him out to be. I was just like, ooh, thank you for calling her out in that shit. Like, this doesn't make that didn't make sense to me. Like, oh look, the legend says yes don't look into anything listen to what i say otherwise i will fucking just smite you i'm like that just does not sound loving
0: no i think she needed to crack open the new testament a hell of a lot more than she was cracking open the old Mm -hmm. let's just say um you know i i think that um she is obviously a very to me she appeared to be a very frightened and pitiable person who just happened to channel her fear toward religion and toward something that for somebody who isn't willing to hear any dissenting opinion um well you know everything that they believe proves what they believe it's just very recursive so anything that somebody might say to the contrary is like oh no you don't know what the hell you're talking about because i believe Mm -hmm. in the truth i'm not going to hear anything different
1: yeah Um, she's just blinded by what she wanted to focus on and you like know. when she some she's in the bathroom, you're like, if I needed a friend like you, I would just squat down and shit one out. I was just like, Wow, yeah. that's you know, disgusting.
0: That's, yeah, I was really, really out of left field and not
1: motivated by anything. Not very religious person appropriate, I'm just gonna yeah. say.
0: That's why I say, you know, her religious zealotry would almost be okay with me if she wasn't just such an asshole too. I think mm-hmm the 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 whole religious thing was just a a blanket on top of her being uh an awful mean cruel person as we see later on you know all of her scheming and all of her bullshit is one thing Mm -hmm. but when she starts like trying to sacrifice people to appease her god i'm like oh okay no this is another step that's what makes me if, you know, eventually come to agree with you. Where I think she is, there's something off in her.
1: Yeah, and it just pissed me off because them turning against the remaining military guy, not no. cool. I get it. Like they were scared, they were stressed, they were had some kind of, they kind of had somebody to blame ish. Like even though it really isn't his fault, he's probably like the equivalent of a security guard at that base. Yeah, he seems like a very mm-hmm. new private. Yeah, so I get it, but it was just like, no, no. The shot when they're carrying him out. Awesome. Very. Yeah. Filmmaking wise. Mm -hmm. So good. Heart -heart (laughs) wise, I'm like, no, Darth Maul doesn't deserve to die like that.
0: No. uh -uh. And the reasoning behind it was just gross. I mean, it was basically that was their first sacrifice to Mm -hmm. the creatures. It was such like old timey, ignorant thinking to think like, oh, if we if we give these creatures a sacrifice, then they'll leave us alone. And that's what she says after they throw this guy out there. She says they'll leave us alone tonight. Mm-hmm. We've given them what they want, uh, and I'm like, no, okay. You, I was I was kind of understanding where you were coming from. I didn't agree with any of her mm-hmm. uh, religious fervency, but when that happened, I'm like, you know what? No, you're just uh, you're an evil person yeah. who is hiding under a shroud of self righteousness. Mm-hmm. And I love that
1: she got stoned with a can of peas.
0: <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah.
1: I, I love that. She's like, it's in the Bible. They used to stone people like using her own yeah. stuff against her. And like, I got bored. I'm just thinking in my head, she's going to fucking throw peas at her until her, her arm is tired. And <laughs> uh,
0: uh, you know what? I applaud that. Mm-hmm. She needed that. Somebody, people needed to stand up to her. And that was a great way to do it to, you know, turn her own words against her, even though it was going to fall on deaf ears because, mm-hmm. you know, having, For a person like that, having their own words turned against them doesn't mean anything. They will still forever and ever
1: until they are gone, believe that their way is the right way. They will spin it into a way that supports their belief or delusion Mm -hmm. in this case.
0: Mm -hmm. And either because they have invested so much of themselves into that belief that admitting that they're wrong is just like admitting that Their entire world is 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 wrong, so they just can't do that. Or you know, in in this case, or possibly because they're crazy, or for Mrs. Comedy Carmody, uh, a little of both, I think.
1: A little bit of both, especially like at one point when she starts screaming, "We want the boy!" I'm
0: like, that was where I was like, okay, no, my my any sympathy I had for you was
1: gone. Yeah, and it's like I can get the crowd being terrified, but I feel like the minute you mention sacrificing a kid. That should snap some of the people out of their delusion. Like I get they were be wanting to just hide behind this and f- they wanted something that would, they believe would save them. But the minute a kid's being targeted, that should snap you out of, oh no, this is not the right way. <laughs> it's gone
0: too far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, we're okay with killing this, this older military person, but the kid, no, uh, well, you know, I, they mentioned in passing Jim Jones and Mm -hmm. the whole Jonestown massacre thing that, that mass suicide that happened a while ago. I don't know when exactly. I'm not too up to date on everything about it, but yeah, it was this, this cult leader who convinced a lot of people, like more people than were even in this market in the movie to kill themselves in this mass. ritual suicide because i i might be forgetting but it was probably because you know we'll take you up to our spaceship or we'll all go to heaven together and um i think that's what carmody ended up becoming is just a cult leader who you know was hiding behind you know the the christian god um but that also kind of explains to me why nobody snapped out of it is because i think cult leaders are able to convince people who who want to believe in them of anything and yeah. they just become little miniature versions of their of their leader and nothing will ever convince them that they're wrong nope even even when you know uh assistant manager guy uh toby jones ollie weeks mm-hmm. comes up and is like nope uh-uh bitch pop pop
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and which- just like takes her out which needed to happen i i love that moment because For two reasons, one that showed that her followers were just so brainwashed to that point, they're like, "You killed her! What did you do?" Like instead of going, because they thought like she was chosen by God, Mm -hmm. and that her she was right, like she would be protected. Like which, uh, the locust creature landing on her chest and not stabbing her definitely supported her her little testament there. Like a little bit, it was
0: yeah, it supported it. It was a random thing that happened. Yeah, it was random.
1: Like well, she was calm, so I'm sure that's probably why. Like. The, it didn't start she didn't all the creature yeah. so that probably helped convince people of her her delusion but when right. she was shot down i'm like shouldn't that have, like oh maybe she isn't protected yeah. <laughs> why didn't god stop the bullets huh mm-hmm. so it was just one of the that was one thing it's just like they were just gone and two i love like when they're leaving he tells david's like if i if there had been in another way i wouldn't have shot her you have to know that he's like dude like i know like forget it thank you you saved my son like
0: yeah, no, I really appreciate how David was like, <laughs> I'm glad somebody did it mm-hmm. because it needed to happen. And and yeah, like you said, thanks for saving my kid, because yep. they were they were like seconds away from just ripping that kid out of his father's grasp and throwing mm-hmm. him
1: outside. And I just I just love the fact that he felt guilty. He's like, I didn't want to do that. Like, rather than I had to kill that bitch, it was more of there was no other yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, it really
0: shows just what kind of a decent person Ollie was. Which because, makes me so sad for like two minutes yeah. later. Oh my god, yeah, they were. It, I mean, this doesn't end well for anybody. Mm-hmm. To to hint at the ending. But yeah, to see him go that way when he was just so instrumental in helping them get out fast. That's true. That's true. I will will say that for Mm. most of these creature deaths is they
1: don't. I'm sure you're you're gone pretty quickly. They might eat you slowly, but when they start to like pull at you, you're definitely get fatal wounds pretty early on. (laughs)
0: I'm sure you go into shock and Mm -hmm. just are like gone before anything really terrible
1: and disgusting happens. Fortunately. So that just made me sad, which it made sense for like how they wanted to end the movie because they had to have a certain amount of people in the car. They had four bullets, so they needed five five people people. to make it very (laughs) tragic.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I guess they could have had five bullets and Ollie made it to the car. But, you know, this movie is kind of a cruel movie. Kind of. This movie is a very cruel movie. When it comes to all of his characters. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it was going to just dispatch Ollie like that.
1: Yeah, it's def- it's definitely cruel. And we're about to get to the ending soon. And I'll give my opinion as to why I think it's a elegant cruelness. But mm-hmm. when they get to, he goes looking for his wife, which, hey, I don't blame you. You're trying to get out of town. You you can't leave it behind. Like, you're going to go check. Yeah, Plain, yeah of and course. Simple.
0: And he promised his kid that they'd go mm-hmm. find their mom. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally understandable.
1: But um, tell me if you figured this out, because he's like, I told her I'd fix the window, which, hey, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't like a a sitcom thing. Like, I've been telling her for months that I would have fixed it. It was literally just happened. A
0: tree fell through
1: it. Like they went to the store to get the supplies and then everything happened. Could you tell, like, did she get webbed up because they got through through the window? Because she was on the outside, though. Or was she, like, trying to fix it herself? Oh, I don't know. I could have been gone either way.
0: She did, it did look like she was outside. Maybe she had been outside. Like, they hadn't come back, and she needed to close the window, so she went to do it herself, and then... Something, or mm-hmm. she was outside clearing branches or something, and the spider just got to her and then pulled her up to the corner yeah.
1: of the house. I, I'm not sure. It definitely was sad, because, like, he had already gone through so much, and then she see your wife who had died alone and you Uh weren't able to be there to try to help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And who knows how late he was to get to her. I mean, that could have happened. Like, I mean, you know, at the beginning of the movie, we see the mist rolling in over those hills in like across the lake Mm -hmm. in front of their house. So she might've, she could have possibly been one of the first to go. Yeah. So even if he had gotten out of the supermarket and gone back to the house as soon as possible, He may still have been too late, so it it may not have been a a happy ending for her. Or it could have been like they could have gotten there five
1: minutes too late. That's the kind of movie it could have been.
0: Or it could have been a
1: second one of those things, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So they drive off to see how far they can go on their gas, which hey makes sense. Like, we're going to see if we can outrun the mist or how far we can go yeah at that point if i if i
0: went through what i what everybody went through at the supermarket Mm -hmm. i'd just be like you know what else can we do yeah it's everywhere i just saw my wife strung up by the these terrible
1: web things um what what else do we have left they just saw a creature the size of like a freaking empire state building (laughs) pretty much that creature was the size of shadow the colossus beasts yeah yeah oh absolutely spot on with mm-hmm. that. and to me that was a twofold moment like one these aren't monsters they're just creatures that don't belong in our world i think they're both i think
0: they're they're monsters to humans because humans are being eaten by them
1: yeah but i meant like they're not like monster monsters where they're just attacking to be cruel it's like we just happen to be on the their food chain yeah yeah absolutely so yeah. there was that moment that you kind of notice when it just walks by and then yeah it was a really impressive moment for for a movie that had some
0: even then i think some kind of iffy visual effects yeah seeing that visual effect
1: was astounding even even still today i'm sure that was some kind of miniature thing they did at that point uh whatever it was it really worked it, it worked and then their decision to like we don't want to get picked off we should get shot in the head I, I get it. I totally get it. And it was nice too that they didn't have to do it themselves. Like somebody did it for them for either fear or if they had their religious belief, like I can't off myself. Like somebody else doing it was nice that. Yeah. What really sucks is if I waited five more minutes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably just, yeah, literally just a few minutes. Yeah. Cause he goes outside, starts screaming, and he hears something coming. He's like, finally. I'm yeah. it's, take me monsters it's been 30 seconds too long of the guilt of me shooting everybody including my son yeah, yeah and then oh, it's the military coming as a rescue I'm like oh, oh and like a total and complete rescue everybody is saved and we fixed this problem like we are burning off the mist we close the portal we're yeah. just doing maintenance at this point
0: mm-hmm. and we got it down like these these creatures have
1: nothing on us yeah so I don't It's funny. It's like, you just want to say, like, why couldn't you wait five more minutes? But also. You had no idea. He had no idea. You have no idea. And just like, what if that five more minutes means a gruesome death versus a quick death? And how would you know how long to wait? And what's when's a good point to give up? Like in that circumstance.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, you could draw it out. But in the moment, I think what in the moment, I think what they did was totally the right idea for me, you know? It, that's just what makes it such a horrifying ending is just, you know, that what if question.
1: Yeah. It, it, it makes sense that I would want to keep going to the last second and then use the bullets when like something's coming, oh, okay. but also sure. they got to their breaking point. So that that's literally who's to say that that wasn't their last second for them.
0: I, I think it was. I think everybody was on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is the end of the road. Yeah. So, so why keep drawing it out? You know, mm-hmm. let's. We're all kind of at
1: on the same page, so yeah, th- let's just was, do it. Other than there's four bullets, and I'll figure something out. There was just head nods, and maybe like a yeah. Like there was almost no discussion. There was wasn't any discussion. It was just mutual uh, was, eye contact. Just, was, yeah, yeah. It was between. It was in the eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like yep, yep. <laughs> uh, you
0: know, after everything they went through, I I couldn't see them like just. <laughs> litigating this thing to death you know oh where are the pros and cons and you know will everything no it's just this is it i would rather go out this way quick and i would say probably painless should be i mean maybe uh the splittest of split seconds of just ouch but then you're Mm. it's gone
1: you're gone oh and of course the movie has to have one more jab as that's about to happen the kid wakes up and you see a look in his face like <laughs> i know
0: dad Oof. i know i was i forgot that the kid woke up and i was like oh let's like hurry up guys figure decide on this so that he, he can kill his kid while he's still asleep mm-hmm. so he just won't ever wake up and he'll never know yep but nope
1: he looked at his dad as a gun came to his face
0: i mean it would still be very quick kids kids
1: gone so it's still the just, heartbreak
0: it's still terrible it's, it's just that thought of awful
1: like either way. my my kids last images of me killing him
0: I mean what what do you what do you think would it be better to have that last image be of your father even if it is
1: him bringing a gun toward you
0: or would it be oh my god this giant monster creature is eating me to death uh
1: well, of course, the eating me know. to death, but it would be one of those. I probably, if he had woken up, would have just been like, it's going to be OK. We're going to figure this out. Why don't you take a look, grab what you want. And as he turns around to go grab something. Oh, that's pop. what happened. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That would be a better way to go.
1: Yeah, I like, would prefer that. I would prefer my last sight. My mm-hmm.
0: the last thing I see to be a loved one.
1: Yeah, like it was just like the movie really just sold it. Like, oh, this is heartbreaking. <laughs> Good gosh. Yeah. He steps out,
0: military is there, they save the day, and he is a destroyed person now. And I think, you know, okay, if there is an after credit scene to this one of like a few weeks later, David is killing himself.
1: No, I, I, yes, but I would say it would be him in a padded room because oh, anytime they, anytime they let him loose, he's trying to kill himself, which, yeah. who can blame him? Uh, you know, at that point, I'm just
0: like, if if I hear everything that he went through and what he did to those people in the car, I'd just be like, pop, yep. I, yeah. Either I do it or let him do it. I'm like, you know what? It's it's almost more cruel to keep you alive to to forcefully keep you alive. Mm-hmm. I think because I, th- how do you come back from that? I don't think you come back from that.
1: You don't. And speaking of how do you come back for that, I'm going to modify my question this week. Okay. So for this one. Insta-buy or rental for yourself and then for the public. Normally, we just kind of say our opinion, but I feel like how do most people come back after watching this movie might deserve your, a separate recommendation if it's different for public versus yourself. If it's the same, then yeah. by all means.
0: Oh, I would say an insta-buy for myself. Okay. Because I'm a fan of Stephen King. I'm mm-hmm. a big old fan of Frank Darabont. Uh, director of Shawshank Redemption, by the way. I Another Stephen King story. Rewatch that because it's been a while. Yeah. Um, also, The Green Mile. Like, if you want to do to film a Stephen King story, hire Frank Darabont because the man knows how to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I'd say an insta-buy for me. It's really good despite just the horror of everything yeah for other people um i think it's i think it's kind of the same thing it's either you love it and you're gonna buy it or you should never ever watch it <laughs> yes i don't think there's any like gray zone middle ground for this one <laughs> if you don't want to watch one of the saddest movies ever where nobody wins mm-hmm. pretty much then just don't even rent it this isn't for you yeah. So if you
1: can't handle a, tra- a tragic movie with a lot of tragedy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like tragedy, just, but also during the second act, anytime Mrs. Carmody's on the screen, ugh. probably just going to piss you off too. Like this movie made me angry
1: and sad. Yes. Yeah, so put your remotes out of arm's reach because you might break oh. your TV. <laughs>
0: yes. Absolutely.
1: I completely agree with your recommendation that this is an insta buy for me that I wish it would get to a 4k rate like up conversion so i could change it yeah
0: but what are you waiting
1: none but yeah either if you can handle an intense movie go out and get it mm-hmm. if you hesitate at something suspenseful go watch Tommy boy <laughs> 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 uh, that's 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 not an insult that's not talking to others it's more of like don't put yourself no. through it we think it's a fantastic film but don't hurt your heart if It's going to be too much.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Watch Tommy boy. And then listen to our episode about Tommy boy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm going to thank everybody for listening. I, we really hoped you enjoyed hearing this episode as much as we enjoyed watching this film, that this was one that I didn't take many notes. I was mostly staring at the screen. Mm. Make sure to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever a person can leave us a review. It truly does help us out. And we want to hear what you think. I'm your bug-splattering co-host, Stephen Reyes, here with my sound-minded and reasonable friend. Sean Anderson. Oh, and I hope so. Yes. Well, (laughs) in this film, those are all high qualities needed. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. And you've been listening to... More. Movies. Please.
0: Please.